With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All righty then, it's time for Six Rings and Football Things. Mailbag! That's right, all the questions that are pressing in Patriots Nation from you, the Foxborough Faithful, the Pats Pals, and the Six Ringers will be answered today with this fabulous forum of football freaks that we have assembled here. And of course, the Six Rings and Football Things podcast is brought to you by our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash Six Rings to take advantage of some of their fabulous promos like their No Sweat First Bet, Same Game Parlays, and of course now, their best promotion, Fade Fitzy, where you listen to the picks I make every week on the Patriots game, bet against, <laughs> and make yourself a King's Ransom. You got me today. We got Mike Cadlick, our beat writer from WEI.com, joining the party. And, of course, Jumbo in the house. Uh, we took uh, the best of the questions that you folks brought to us from the social medias together. Uh, but first, gentlemen, are there any sort of just uh, any, op- as it is the bye week now, I know, Hart, we've talked about it on Six Rings, the post game, the regular one. Mike, you have written extraord- at extraordinary lengths. Uh, you did an excellent job, and you guys will be presenting in podcast form. Your state of the nation at the bye as well, coming up tomorrow here on the feed. But just any opening remarks or anything that came to mind as we were preparing to answer the questions from the uh, the frustrated, the curious, uh, and the desperate of Pats fans. Yes, this is an absolute poop show because it is falling apart. No, it is, and I'm being dead yeah. honest. Like you now no, have no. Bill Belichick is the one pillar of. One week at a time, Patriot way, best interest of the team. Now he's clearly got one effing foot out the effing door in Foxborough. I mean, everybody has now accepted that he's gone next year. They're blowing uh-huh. it up. Jason McCourty's the latest to say they're going to blow it up. You have all these reports that somebody is 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 moving the pieces around already. And uh-huh. I, I'm writing a column for this now that'll probably actually be active on the website before you can hear this. So I don't know where the time can So go check it out. So go right. check it out. Or maybe you already checked it out. But <laughs> I think you checked out like Belichick. You may have checked out <laughs> exactly like if I'm Christian Barmore. What did you say, You're Bill? A big person. I'm yeah. a big dude. Big dude. I'd mm-hmm. like to be that big and athletic, and you know, have a hundred million dollar contract on the horizon. But mm-hmm. why am I going to listen to Bill Belichick? Oh wait, you're already out the door. Or if I'm Kyle Duggar, who's going to be a free agent. Oh wait, you can already be talking to your next team, but I have to like pretend I'm still fully invested in the Patriots before I can look out for Kyle Duggar, like. I never thought I would say this. They have a lame duck head coach who has a credibility problem right now. There is no credibility in anything he says if I'm a player on that team. And so, Mike, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: as we get to your opening remarks at the halfway part, at the halfway part of the season, um, if you now potentially do have a lame duck head coach in the legendary Bill Belichick, and you're not sure who's taking over next year, unless there are backdoor underground dealings between Robert Jonathan and Gerard Mayo. Should he be the HC and waiting for the NEP who's handling affairs to make sure this doesn't go completely to pot and just, you know, burn up on reentry. Well, that's a good question. And that's kind of, I think we'll end up getting to that. I think that's one of our mailbag questions is about like who, who's making the decisions right now. And it's an interesting right. point. And 
the the answer is I don't know, and it's difficult to tell um, because you're right. Belichick's halfway out the door. The reports are coming in and out every single day. Um, there's a new report in the Boston Herald from our our Six Rings friend Andrew Callahan that 80% of the locker room is out on Mac Jones. Um, nobody even knows if he's going to be the quarterback for this team, not only next year but moving forward this week. They won't answer the question. Um, they still haven't made the decision, quote unquote, according to everybody else. There was question marks on who they were going to send to Jones and Mego yesterday at quarterback for their for their interview. So nobody knows who the quarterback is. Nobody knows who the coach is next year. Nobody knows who's pulling the strings. Um, it's really you're right, Andy. It's it's blowing up. It's all unraveling in front of them. We have a lame duck on our hands. I don't know who's making decisions. Uh, it's a good point about everybody who's in these contract years and um, not only contract years, but some of their better players. Like, why am I supposed to sit here and work my tail off when? The coach already has a, a lucrative deal, if we want to use Ian Rappaport's words, um, with the Washington Commanders or the Chicago Bears or wherever in waiting. Like, nobody really mm-hmm. – it's it, it's bizarre. It's You never, ever thought you'd see this with this team, with this franchise. Uh, but here we are. It's week 11 at the bye, and uh, we're talking about blowing it up and Bill Belichick being gone. So, so good times. Catholic's in on my dark horse candidate for Bill Belichick to take over another team, Andy, the Chicago Bears. I – I laid it down earlier on a pod we did for a little breaking Boston six rings uh, collab, Mike. I think I think if there's a team that's going to emerge out of nowhere vis-a-vis the way Tampa did for Brady, yeah, like wow, two top five picks plus you know a couple of pieces to work with, he could probably have them contending in a year or two tops. But that's Oreo for a different. Also dropped Tampa Bay for Belichick, which I thought was kind of yep. interesting. I don't really get that one. I don't really. No. He would literally be following that's Brady's an aging defense down there again. Yeah, yeah, like. That team is I old. Like it. You're following yeah. Brady's like sloppy seconds, and mm-hmm. I mean, who's your quarterback? Who's your uh, and I, I keep I don't know that people put enough emphasis on the fact that Bill is 71 years old. He's uh-huh. not 54. Like I, he needs I to go somewhere that they're going to win. But that's like, where why there's Chicago like, doesn't make sense in my opinion, right because they're going to have uh, the number one pick. Or Justin Wait, Fields, you're like three go years to away. LA, go to the freaking Chargers. That's Absolute. the team Bill needs to go. Chargers, to. Cowboys, Chargers, Cowboys oh, yeah. are the team. Like cannot wait to see all the pictures of shirtless Belichick in San Diego, <laughs> just like on the beach, going to Padres games. We're gonna listen. Don Arcillo here back at Petco Park. And look who's in that uh, former, now current Chargers coach. Wait a second, they belong in San Diego. I mean, Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean Bill, Belichick would be in L.A. Oh, Hollywood Belichick. That's right. See, even I keep forgetting they don't play in San Diego. That's such a disaster. Yeah. Oh, man. What the a, Dodgers. What a It'll be Bill and Shohei Otani. Oh, kill me and now, please. Oh, please. Just make yep. it stop. Is this is, <laughs> has, is this all we have to pay for the 20-year run? Like, is this like the karmic retribution in the Wait bill that's come due? This is actually a good thing. Here we go. But the, the, the disaster that we're in right mired right now. You can actually start moving forward. I don't yeah, know if it'll be quick. I'm not saying it's a good thing for 2024 mm-hmm. or 25, but you can start moving forward. Now you have to have some faith and trust in Robert mm-hmm. Kraft and Jonathan Kraft to hire the right people and do this the right way. But I actually think this is a good thing. You've been mired I don't hate in that. Like, go ahead. What's the last four years been? Has that been good? Cam Newton. It's been a fake rebuild. Been, 
It's been right. a bridge rebuild. It's been the right. kind now of fixed start. pieces and bring in. Right. Now so you this, so it's basically just been like, yeah. so it's like real estate staging where they make the house look really good to sell. Then you get in there and you're like, it doesn't look like it did in the pictures or right. when I came to, to you look behind oh, the curtain and the wall is rotted and covered in yeah. mold. And you're like, and you guys right. made me deliver ask plus 10% and all cash, no contingencies. Right. What the bullshit is are made this? out of construction paper? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Right. They tried duct tape and WD 40 for the last three and a half years. Now you can actually bring in a company competent contractor to fix the damn place it's just going to take a while look sometimes divorces uh are the are the best way to go in relationships you just have to get through paperwork and then u-hauls have to pull up and you know it it gets messy so let's try to make some sense of it right now here in the mailbag on six rings and football things boys here we go let's start right off the top at bobby f brewster wants to know all right give me your five point plan to save the Patriots. Cadillac, you go first. All right. Um, it's really a one-point plan split up into five different things because the one-point plan is blow at the that end works. up and Ooh. start anew, and there's no there's no trying to patch what you have together on this team, at least offensively. Like, you can keep the defense the way it is and what, what have you and keep those players. You got Barmore and Duggar and obviously Christian Gonzalez to build around, but offensively and structurally from the top you have to you have to blow it up so five points is new coach new qb new gm an offensive weapon and an offensive lineman and whether you do that through free agency whether you do it through the draft um we'll have to wait and see obviously the coach uh whether it be a trade for like a mike rabel or, or whether you go get bobby slowick or ben johnson in detroit whatever like y- you need a new coach belichick's time is up here and what that's going to do is involve the new quarterback, which is point two. And whether that's the draft, if you end up with the third or fourth pick, maybe you take – it depends on, obviously, where you end up in the first round. If you end up in the top two, you take one of the quarterbacks. If you end up at three, you take the receiver. At four, you take the offensive line, and then you do the other three from there. But need a new coach. Need a new, you need a GM as well. Um, and then QB, O-line, wide receiver. Um, you need to hit all five points this offseason in order to get this rebuild going. I like it. I like it a lot. Andrew? Okay. So I'm going to play my hits here. And I agree with Cadlick. Blow it up is the first step in this five-step yep. process. The most significant step. Um, I would go after Mike Vrabel. I said that a few years ago, although I the standings in the AFC don't necessarily strengthen my point because you'd be replacing the coach of the worst team in the AFC with the coach of the second worst team in the AFC. So I don't know how excited we get about that, but change of scenery, Mike Vrabel younger. I think he's a bridge guy that bridges old school, new school. I think he can interact with players, but also can be a hardo. I love that about him. Um, draft a quarterback. I don't know if it's Mm -hmm. as Mike said, top five or if it's as Fitzy has advocated for swing back around after you get your Marvin Harrison and either late in the first or early in the second you need a top two rounds quarterback to build around I also think you need a veteran quarterback but that's not one of my bullet points um I actually got these out of order I would try to go get Kevin Colbert he's my favorite general manager of all time formerly run, ran the Pittsburgh Steelers my guess is you couldn't get him my guess is he is happily retired. I know I believe his son still works in the Steelers front office, but I would try to get Kevin Colbert. I think he is – I actually think Belichick's one of the best GMs of this generation. I know people love to shit up poop all over his uh, drafting, but um, for a while he was really good at it. He just – the bottom fell out. Um, I like Kevin Colbert. I, I think that's the most important question they have to answer. Not even the coach and the quarterback is is the guy who's going to run the organization. And – He's the only name I can think of. I would hope 
that the crafts have a longer list of names to pull from for that job and young guys, old guys, whatever it may be. Um, but I think those are the keys and, you know, get Vrabel in town, get Vrabel working with a general manager. He trusts that he can work hand in hand with, um, and get your quarterback. So I know that's kind of like a three point plan for a five step process, but that's the other fine. steps will fall into, if you hit those, the other steps will fall into place. Yeah, you cannot stress enough how important it is. And this goes to the Bill Barnwell piece that we discussed yesterday on the podcast that has been widely circulated throughout Pat's Nation this week and beyond. You cannot have any more friends of Belichick on the staff. Like the fact that the castle is now just filled with relatives, friends, and yes men, former lieges, employees, and connections. It's just, it's done them no good for the last time. And I'm sure I'll still say it again, even though every time I say it, I say this is the last time I'll say it. Bill, the GM has done Bill, the coach so much dirty. There is no way that can get out of it until they just make massive sweeping changes. It is what it is, kids. So where are you guys then on? So I'm, I'm curious on Gerard Mayo then with you guys that that ship sailed for you as well. Don't do it. Let it go. Cause I, I feel like they're still going to try and make that work. I'm not a hard. No, I'm not a hard no on him. You Mm -hmm. can convince me. So I, I said to Fitzy during one of our podcasts. So Robert wanted Bill Belichick to be the head coach after Bill Parcells, but didn't think he could, didn't think the timing was right, had to cleanse the Parcells away. And I think you're probably going to have a similar instinct again, although maybe he learns from that and says, no, 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 I wanted Bill Belichick then, and that was would have been the right move, and it would have started the dynasty earlier. And I do think Gerard Mayo is not your typical beholden to Bill Belichick. I actually think, if anything, He's probably a little anti-Bill Belichick at this point. He gives a little attitude every now and then in his responses and what he's lived through, yep. and he's not the coordinator. And, like, I would still – if I'm Robert Kraft and I'm all in on Gerard Mayo, I don't just say, oh, I wish I could hire him, but i got to cleanse everything Belichickian. I'd hire Gerard Mayo. I would trust my instincts. I hired Pete Carroll. He's a pretty good coach. I hired Bill Belichick. He's a GOAT coach. I would hire Gerard Mayo. So, no, Mayo would be – I wouldn't bring back a Patricia. I wouldn't bring back a McDaniels. I wouldn't. Mm -mm. Mayo, I still believe Mayo's his own man more than those guys are as a coach and a leader. So he's still on my list with Vrabel and others. Yeah, it'd be great. As long as he comes in and brings his own people and doesn't like, no offense to any other people named Belichick or O'Brien. See, I think he'll have Steve and Brian on the staff. (sighs) Okay, then he's got to go. Maybe that's the first question. And they're not. If I kept you, would you keep them? And They're good at yes, their right. job. It's just right. I I I need I need to I I need everything to change. I want the intro music when they come to the stadium to change. I want all all sorts of stuff to Yeah, seriously, like it, it can't remind me of what it was. It needs right. to be something different. It needs to be its own entity. And if Mayo can do that, I'm cool. If it's going to be uh, hanging on to previous vestiges of greatness and, you know, Patriots days gone by, hard pass. All right, moving on. At Patriot 37 if Bill's going to be shown the door, then who released Jack Jones? Well, I, I'm pretty sure they probably all agreed on that. I mean, yeah, I think that was a... There's probably a few of, things they can agree on right now. That's probably one that might unify them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still think it was Bill. I, I think he was done in the way he said it yesterday. Like, he even gave a, oh, well, we think Jack's a good player, but it was just time. Like, I think it was just time. And I don't know if that was a save the locker room move because um, even... Like the vibe yesterday when I was down there, like Dietrich Wise was like, oh no, that was one of my guys. That one hurt. 
Jack Jones posted on Instagram last night and Demario Douglas commented like, love you or like something like that. So like they're friendly with him, but I still think they wanted to get him out of the building because of what he's done. He doesn't, you know, he, he clearly doesn't follow the rules. He's done plenty more things wrong than right. And so cleanse it. I still think that was a bill move. I don't think that was like a, an ownership move. Or yeah, and then like he's that. taken to Twitter to like, he had a gif of like someone running him with a giant hat for like, that's cap for saying, yeah, like, he, said he, like, he showed up late, up late and, uh, and all that hoo ha is going on. It makes sense that he reunites with a guy that coached him in, co in high school and college and Antonio Pierce. But at the same time, yes, we all realize Vegas can be a, um, tricky place to yes there's a couple of temptations right down the road from Allegiant stadium that's their problem that's a tp not an opr problem anymore moving on at x mike 87 do you think at this point in the season with all that's gone on bad tackling third and longs red zone ints and every and horrible special teams and more do you think bill might be respectfully losing on purpose nope i do not believe that we're not tanking we just suck this is all organic <laughs> failure organic <laughs> failure is the best kind this they are organic a compost failure heap. they are organic failure they're returning to the earth <laughs> and hopefully one day fr from all the crap and the eggshells and the half-eaten celery stalks and everything else will come build a quarterback <laughs> will come black gold and we can rebuild next year we'll grow some fabulous crops and products once once it all composts it is the the literally the foundation the fuel of the future this is a, a necessary composting of the New England Patriots right now. And that's your one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're losing on purpose either. I don't think an NFL team can tank. I feel like there's too much that goes into it. You're right. I just think they suck. I just think it's – we're just <laughs> bad. And I think that whole, you know, the discipline and the no offsides and stupid penalties and things like that, that Patriot way that we've talked about, that was the Brady way. That wasn't the Belichick way. I think that's clear. Brady brought that to Tampa. Um, they just don't have discipline, and I think that's a top-down problem, and that's another reason why Bill has to go. So, no, they're not tanking on purpose. It's also easier to suck than it is to not suck. Like, it's easier to make oh, yeah. mistakes. It's easier to, like, that's what we – so when you mix talent, Trust me. questionable talent, questionable motivation, quite like, yeah, it tends to lead to a suck fest. And they – we should have made the shirts, I'm telling you. If we had made the damn shirts, we're not tanking, we just suck. We would have yeah. sold a lot of those. I know. Shirt I would have made I would have made a fortune if I could have sold the shirt that guy sent me two weeks ago that has the Patriots type of P and it's just as painful across the chest. Yeah. Could have made like a mint. Better. I the cease and desist. Uh, we, we would get a C and D for anything related to anything we would put out, do, try and sell. Not to mention the fact it would actually kind of help if our company had a, had a Shopify or something like that. But all right, I better watch out. I could get suspended. <laughs> All right, moving on. At Fricka Jackson, you and JC Jackson can be happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be happy, be free. Thanks, Gronk. Uh, at Fricka 8. Okay, guys, give me a reason to watch this unwatchable team. I have it Mike? right away. It is yep. you root for them to lose. You watch and you watch and you root for the other team and you root for the draft pick. And if Christian Barmore has a nasty run stuff or if Kyle Duggar makes an interception or Demario Douglas goes 80 yards for a score, you say, okay, well, at least we can build around those guys. Otherwise, you watch Hope and you scoreboard watch and you tankathon watch and you wait for that number one pick. So there is a reason to watch. It's just not really rooting for them to win per se. That's probably right. I mean, mm -hmm. last week it was fun watching Ramondre run people over in a 10-6 loss. Right. Like, 
There were a couple of those where you were like, ooh, you know, I got excited about Sean Wade coming up on one of those screens like he mm-hmm. was Troy Polamalu. Like there's little little jolts of entertainment and excitement and energy in these games. Just, you know, Bryce Barringer, he gets to punt a bunch and you're like, dude, just crushed it. He kicked it 79 yards. That's like a full field. Like right. there's a few of those things. So, yeah. I but dare say my might re- just be. No, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was going to say mor- morbid curiosity is the reason why I watch. Aside from no, the fact that it's my job. Say. Yeah, really, yeah, just like there's something about it like that I'm now compelled. Like, how can they find a way to F this up this time? Like, are there any new and unique ways for the, this to turn out to be? You know, I, Andy, don't put it past him. There's nothing worse than Mac Jones throw that got him benched. The, the, I, uh, I, we've I, said that before, I though. Don't know. I don't know. No, I saw that. I didn't know that was yeah. possible. Now I saw that. I don't know. And that's what I was going to we'll say. This, I don't know if it's just like my my sick brain, but it's something about like watching it just burn in front of you that it's like it's freeing it's almost like we're gonna get Mm -hmm. it and it's coming and we're gonna get this reset so watching bad things happen it's like it's kind of fun i don't know it's weird but the house is already on fire at this point it'll be a while till the insurance check comes through so just you know let the mother effort burn i was just saying Uh, that song that whole time (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) all right at maddie underscore b402 asks if you do end up with the projected third pick would you guys take the a QB or a once in a lifetime talent like Marvin Harrison Jr.? Well, so is third one of the pick top two QBs there? That's my question. If one of the okay. top two Let's QBs ass- are there, you have to take him. If so, if he, are if we assuming not, Caleb Williams or Drake May goes first overall? Right. Well, I'm assuming Caleb Williams. I still think Caleb Williams is by far the best prospect, the swing, the whatever, the modern quarterback, the whole thing. Um, so yeah, the question would be, does Drake may go two? if so? Yes. I take Marvin Harrison three, I get my sure thing. And then I go over to whatever happens in the second round with a quarterback and, you know, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penny, Bo Nix, Bo Nix, by the way, has a, uh, like ad campaign. Now, have you seen this when you click on random college football stuff, this massive bodacious ad with Bo Nix and like an Oregon logo pops up. Let's go. I'm like, is this, I must be a Heisman thing, I guess. Are they trying to get him the Heisman or, or just maybe it's a Nike. I didn't even notice what it was actually advertising, but bodacious in like 47 point font was on my screen last night, but no quarterback is what you have to hit the quarterback. We talked about the five point plan. Mm-hmm. I only had three points, GM coach and quarterback. So I need to get the quarterback. I didn't say I needed a receiver. I'd like to, but I need the quarterback. If the one you like is there. And if the one, if you end up, uh, if not, then who knows? Uh, I, I think you need to get the quarterback as well, but I like some of the other prospects as well. Cadillac real quick. I'll ask, where are you on some of the second, if, if the top tier is Caleb Williams and Drake may, mm-hmm. then, and then the next level is Bo Nix, uh, Michael Penix, Penix, JJ McCarthy, who I, I personally like, I think it would take Wait, a don't year or two on Jaden Daniels. He's the number oh, J- one prospect he's the Actually, number yeah. we had a caller that screamed at us last night he's the number one quarterback he's the and we're like how can you say what are you talking based yeah. on what and the guy was just going on college passer rating because right. he 600 yards 600 yards in a game will do that for okay and Jaden daniels where do you stand on yeah. those guys so it's obviously it's it's uh it's may and caleb is in their own tier i think and i think drake may is is sneaky coming at uh nipping at the heels of Caleb Williams, but I still have Caleb one for now. Then Drake May. That second tier, I think it's Penix at like three. Bo Nix, he sucked at Auburn. 
He was very bad at football at Auburn. He came into Oregon. The system works for him. So he's fine, but I still – I think I'd take Jaden Daniels maybe fourth right now. That kid's awesome. I would take a swing wow. on him. Um, and J.J. McCarthy hasn't impressed me. I I sat down to watch the Michigan game last weekend to see what they did without Harbaugh, and I was like, all right, this is the day I fall in love with just J.J. McCarthy prospect, and he threw the ball like nine times for like 80 yards. Like it just didn't – Yeah, they ran it 26 times to put right. a giant FU up to Penn State, the Big Ten, and the NCAA overall, which – I kind of love, and that you know, full disclosure, yeah. I'm a Michigan fan, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, oh, I I love that as well. But I think the kid's got yeah. the whole tool set. It's just going to be what program, where could he go, where he could like not have to rush into the pro ranks and have to start year one. Yeah. I think he's got tools galore. We'll see. On this uh, question, real quick too, yeah. that I find mm -hmm. it, it, an interesting like twist that I don't know how many people are actually thinking about it this way, but you have the top three pick, and whoever you take, whatever. If this trade for Belichick is real, you can wind up with another first round pick and mm -hmm. then the 35th pick. And then you have three picks in the top 35. So you can tell you reset. Yes. Right. Like if 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 Belichick's not gonna play hardball or they're gonna if they're gonna be able to trade Belichick and get a first round pick for him, this rebuild just goes like two X because then you have that, mm. whether it's the 15 to the 25th pick, whatever team trades for him, if you can get the first-round pick out of him. Then you go wide receiver, quarterback, offensive lineman. In the top 35, you have three top 35 players in the draft. Like That's when you start to start cooking. So um, to answer the question, I still think you go Marvin Harrison to three if the two quarterbacks are gone, and then you go from there with the other guys. But we'll see. Marvin Harrison is just a freaking beast. Yeah. I mean, it seems He like could play in the NFL player. today. Oh, sure. Absolutely. He'd be like I mean, a top there was 10 a, receiver. There was a scout who said yeah. he'd be a top five receiver today yeah. if we're playing in the NFL on Sundays Damn. instead of Saturdays. Uh, at No Nonsense Pat, are you guys really being fair to Belichick knowing he won a Super Bowl five years ago, went to the playoff three years ago? This is his first bad year in 25 years. Fire him, really? Yes. Yeah. It's done. Quite it's over. And it's not his first bad year. Last year was a bad year. Uh -huh. I think they've been a poorly coached football team for the bulk of the last four years. 2020 also was not a good year. Now, I know Brady left town, but he was also sort of, again, Bill the GM and Bill the coach are inextricably uh, interwoven. Like, you cannot, they go hand in hand. You cannot separate yep. one from the other over this time. So, if the team Especially because well, if you try, if right. you try and fire Bill the GM, Bill the coach is going to say, see ya. So, mm -hmm. they're the Plus, same thing. I continue to go back to Five years removed from a Super Bowl, coming off his worst year, leading into another worst year at the age of 71 is different. Like the the time schedule, the timeline is different with a 70-year-old who's failing. Right. What are you yeah, smirking I, at? What the hell are you smirking at? I'm not smirking. Look, I'm excited about the next question. That's why. <laughs> What's that? No, that's not the cookie <laughs> one. But it's similar. Yeah, um, it is. No, I I agree with that. I I agree a thousand and ten percent. Like this is not just his first bad year. Like he's had several bad years, and there have been mistakes made that are now indicative of the way the program is run. Again, time for a little fresh scent. All right, thirty-one other coaches would have been canned by now. You've already yes. given him the that, leeway. Great point. You've already given you. him the fairness. The right. fairness is over. Yes, yep. that's that's a hard line to set, but the no lies detected, Mister Cadlick. All right, at S-R-Y-I-D-C, which must stand for at Sorry, I Don't Care, rate the following burger sides. Standard fries, curly fries, tots, sweet potato fries, onion rings. Oh, this is easy. 
This is easy by a mile. Well, curly fries is number one by number a one by a, mile, by a mile. Then I believe French fries what? would be hey, pickle pizza. Let the adults I'll talk for a second. No, I'm being the adult here. Just wait for it. But go ahead. Let, let the people that talk that know food talk. Um, <laughs> French fries is second. Onion rings would be third. There can be but a they're wide so range. swing or miss. Yeah, exactly. that's the thing. But when they're good, yep. they're really good. So that puts them third. Then I would say tots and sweet potato fries can, what do you like to say, Fritzy? Fitzy, just like shoot kick, them into the sun and get rid of them. Fire them into the sun, Pounds kick rocks without socks. Hate them. Pound say, exactly. I would go curly fries, uh, tots, fries, sweet potato fries, onion rings, only because, and I love onion rings, but I need to get like those really good beachside clam shack shoestring yeah. onion rings. Like those are, and when they're done perfectly and hot, they're great. They're awesome. The, those giant beer battered ones where you feel like you're just eating like a half a pound of, onion. you know, fry. Yeah. No, yeah. No, the raw. No, onion. When you get one, that's like not really cooked. It's not good. Not yeah. Good. All right. Kat. All right. Go ahead, Mike. The Catholic rankings are French fries. One mm -hmm. tots two, okay. curly fries, three curly fries. Like you got, you guys said, let the adults talk. Curly fries are like middle school cafeteria, throw them out on the thing. Half of them are cold. Half of them are chewy. No. Like they were good for a time, but I'm just kind of over curly fries. They're still really good, but they're not number one. Uh, and then you go uh, sweet potato and onion rings. I agree with the onion rings take with you, Fitzy. I think string each side or, you know, a, a, a Cape Cod, sea, mm -hmm. sea Shack, whatever. Delicious. If they're like thick and nasty and you just get a nice big raw onion, that's disgusting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's, no, that's my take and I'm standing by it. And I'm glad to see waffle fries didn't even make the top five because some people think like the waffle fries from like a, uh, you know, like a, a Chick-fil-A or the goat. Get out of here. No, waffle fries can be good. The waffle oh, fries are good. Oh, waffle fry. Waffle fries might be two with me if they're a good waffle fry. They might be behind curly fry. They're really good. Really good. surface. I don't know. I don't like the surface. Oh, I like area the surface. The then when I drag it across my pick little up pile of ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah. 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 Now, we're talking. now I will say waffle fries are good as somebody who likes to put potato chips for a layer of crunch in his sandwiches. And I mean, mm -hmm. just about all, all of them. Waffle fries are excellent for layering on a sandwich or a burger as well. Yeah. yeah take it. Take it from a former fat guy. All right. Uh, moving on with actual football talk at Foxborough Fanatic 6. What do you think it would take to get Vrabel from the Titans or Casario from the Texans? Well, I can't imagine you could get Casario at all. Casario because... is going to stay there. Yep. Right. He's got to be so the... happy there now. They're doing well. You finally succeeded. He went through as much pain and suffering for multiple years, not just on the field, but off the field with Watson and Easterby. And, oh, you're oh. hiring a coach based on the Bible. And, like, oh, they were a circus yeah. sideshow soap opera. Now they are like riding high why would he ever leave why would they let him leave so nope no chance titans i said it earlier i a trash for trash trade can i just trade bill for vrabel straight up let's do it we both have bad teams with bad coaches and bad results right now let's swap them and see if their change of scenery works bill's got a house in franklin tennessee let him live there yeah interesting to see where where vrabel's contract situation's at too if they don't even need to trade for him and they just kind of let him walk like what whatever that's interesting but i mean i have a hard time thinking tennessee's just going to let him walk because i still think he's a really good coach and i think that they know mm -hmm. that so you might have to trade for him casario ain't going anywhere he was here and you, you mentioned andy the stuff he dealt with in houston he also dealt with it here he was the the yes man the fake gm here where he kind of made the decisions but bill was really doing everything and then he got his chance and he's dominated it i mean 
CJ Stroud and all those guys, those young guys, like he's built that he's never leaving or he shouldn't leave anytime soon. So although John McClain did have the um, most notable nugget yesterday in a podcast that made mm -hmm. its way onto my Twitter feed when he said Houston will never admit it. But had they had the number one pick, they absolutely would have taken Bryce Young number one overall and not CJ Stroud. Interesting. Get out of here. That's what John McClain said. Yeah. Mm. But they didn't. Yep, and Frank Reich wanted to take, and that, then we hear that Frank Reich they wanted to Stroud. take Bryce Young, and Tepper forced his hand. Yeah. Uh, rather, Frank, he wanted to take C.J. Stroud, and he had his hand forced. Ooh, interesting indeed. Yeah, that's why owners should just, psh, hands off. I mean, if you hire the guys to do the job, let them get those groceries, and then start cooking. Uh, we sort of touched on this earlier, but we'll see if there's anyone else you guys have in mind. At AJSJR40. So assuming the Pats do bring in a new roster builder, uh, any other potential candidates you'd have in mind? You wanted to talk Ke Kevin Colbert out of retirement, Andy. Um, yeah, this is so hard because I don't know enough people. Like everybody I know would be like guys that have been here or come through like the Dimitrov. system. Yeah, Dimitrov, I look at Robinson, Dimitrov. Austin Ford, or names yeah, like that. Those are all like rehashed candidates. Like I don't know, you know, I, I Jim Nagy, who's running the Senior Bowl. Like these are the people would I he know. Ever do that? Wow. Um, if if he does, he's nuts. Like, I think he's living yeah. a good life. <laughs> yeah, he Oh, is. he's got I mean, a great life. All the Reese's peanut butter cups you can eat. Like, there's no right. pressure. You just put right. together a roster of all-stars and let them play. And then and your tweets are always positive and people right. appreciate you. Nice yeah, like every person and like, yeah. oh, this guy's great. That's guy like, yeah, no, he'd be nuts. But sometimes people make nuts decisions or egos kick in or I don't know. He's probably not making NFL GM money to run the senior bowl if. If Robert Kraft said, Jim, I always loved you. You do a great job at the Senior Bowl. Here's $15 million to come be my GM. You might have to say, uh, that's a lot of Reese's peanut butter cups I can buy with $15 million. Yeah. That reminds me, though, of like when the Raiders went and took Mike Mayock off NFL Network. Yep. Like yeah. Someone who's just known, you kind of try and make it go be cute about it and try and get a slam dunk. Oh, he knows talent. Like, yeah, I guess he knows talent, but he's picking from the top seniors in the country. Now you got to go. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't like the idea of Nagy as much as that. that kind no, of, I don't uh, like I don't anybody. Know. I just don't have a good answer for this. Cause I don't right. know enough people. Cause it's always like, Oh, okay. So should we go like Houston? They nailed the draft. So who's second in charge in Houston to Casario? Like that's the way mm -hmm. this generally works, but I was going to say, go get Howie Roseman second in charge in Philly. Howie Roseman. Oh yeah. He's app. That's a, that's a good one. Or like, Gee whiz, the roster in San Francisco is pretty good. Who's John Lynch's the lieutenant? Right. Well, and one of those, yeah. is it still Adam whatever, who's a former Patriot? Yes, Adam, no, I forget Adam. his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, He has Patriot ties. So Fitzy just stumbled into something. Kind of mm -hmm. has the best of both worlds. The San Francisco shine on him, but also a little bit of knowledge of how New England works and is under the Kraft family. So maybe him. There you Adam go. Peters. All right. Adam Peters. Nice, nice Let's job. hope he doesn't Peters out in New England. All right. All right. Uh, and Turf, headline heart. All right. Let's play Peter's this around the horn style. Let's just mute Andy's mic for a second. Let him go to timeout <laughs> corner. 15 uh, points. Alex Lacoste. Peters pans out. Peters pans out. Oh, God. Oh, God. Captain, hook him out of here. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, come on. That's terrible. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, at this Terrible. point in the season, is anyone on the Patriots worthy of Pro Bowl or All Pro? And if so, who? No. <laughs> no. This season, no. No. There's not Absolutely a single. Not. Wait. Side note. Like, do they treat it like the MLB All Star Game? Does there have to be a representative from every team? 
nope. I don't believe so. No. No, you don't no. need it. No, uh, I mean, there's nobody who could sniff an All Pro. Uh, no. Pro Bowl. If you somehow said like Christian Gonzalez had a good month, and that's enough to that's get him not in enough. kind of thing. Well, not he was talking to like, the Hanover hey, kids the other night. Yeah, he's put his time in. Yeah, I don't. It's no. There's nobody. The closest is probably Barmore, and he is not right. near Pro Bowl caliber right no. now. As far as I like, guess is in the league. If Jabril Peppers Evenson rushed for north of 80 something yards each of the final seven games like he's done the last two weeks could i talk myself into him because he's gonna have a bunch of catches to go with it probably not but i mean <laughs> yeah not, no nobody i would say jabril pep the only one who possibly could would be peppers although to be fair who was the 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 ravens guy that went the quarterback it could be like malik cunningham tyler, oh, like tyler huntley yeah yeah, he so had two touchdown Will passes Greer. last year. If Will yeah. Greer plays the final seven <laughs> games and it's decent, it could be Will Greer for all I know. Right. All right. And the most important question in the mailbag today, in a, in a nice little 12-pack that we had to split amongst us here on the Six Rings and Football Things Mailbag Podcast, from at Brianco84, boys, Oreos or chocolate chip cookie? Oreos. Is this even a question? Wait, what was that? What was that? Oreos. Mike. Guys, come on. Are I'm you kidding? Here. It's Oreos. There is, there is maybe, no, first of all, if I'm if I'm enjoying a store-bought cookie, I'm a Nutter Butter guy. Ooh. Over Oreos. That's I'm just me. Sure about that. Oh, no. So, some of the. That, that's, that's me. That's some me of the I basic, or I mean, I some of the alternative Oreos are really good. The party cake, the, I forget the one, oh, the red velvet is phenomenal. The, yeah, yeah the s'more, I think there was a s'mores one. Yep. Those That's I good. like, but mm -hmm. even those, a good chocolate chip cookie, whether it's homemade or you go to a good bakery or hell, go to Gillette Stadium and get the the True. chocolate chip cookie. The jumbo cookies are great. Quick, so much now, better. Side note, have you guys ever put uh, a little sea salt on top of your chocolate chip cookie? And if not, enjoy the fact that I just changed your world. Yeah. I I, I, the, the salt with the best. chocolate the best. combo is, good. is lethal. The yeah, best. It's lethal. The best. You said Oreo? Well, okay. Are we talking like a if we're talking like a, a homemade hot out the oven chocolate chip cookie, then yeah, yeah probably take that over an Oreo. Not but a chip Well, it, it, how then how do you compare a, an Oreo to a like a you know like you have to compare it to Chips Ahoy because they're both store bought in my opinion. I would still take the um like extra Chips Ahoy extra soft or whatever chocolate. Yeah, chip but the way oh. so like but there are some people, Mike, though that are just like so in love with the idea that you can twist them and you can double stack them and make mega Oreos and they do dunk That's and consume big. milk brilliant. Like they are engineered to perfection that the cookies just I think pick the, up all the I mean, in, is borderline gross. The cookie from an Oreo is borderline. No, gross. No, oh, no, dude, Andy. No, now no. it, now if you're going to say what's well, a better add on or mash up with like ice cream, like if you go to DQ oh, and you get the blizzard, the Oreo. cookies and cream blizzard, ah, unbelievable cookies and cream the is the best ice cream of all time. The, all time. Oh, different time. Yep. Finally, we agree unanimously on something. Yeah, cookies and cream. Greatest ice. You know yeah, why? Because ice cream makes the cookie taste good. The cookie on itself is not good. It's not good at all. I disagree. Well, you're wrong. All right. Well, um, okay. okay. And, that, and you know, <laughs> gentlemen, much like on many topics throughout this unusual, unfortunate, and unpleasant season, let's just walk away agreeing to disagree for the time being and hope that some I of like these it. thoughts, these mailbag questions, and uh, the uh, the necessary components of the rebuild compost 
into a brighter future and a better tomorrow. Good job, boys. Thank you to everybody who submitted the questions for today's mailbag podcast. We'll get together and do another one of these sometime very soon. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow to Six Rings and Football Things. In place of Cadillac's crucial clashes on the bye week, it'll be a state of the Patriots where Mike and Andy together review who you got, why you got them, and if anyone's actually worth holding on, what the story is with the coach, the quarterback, and more. And then Friday, it looks like we're going to have a fabulous Foxborough forum. Myself and Hart will be joined by a couple of our regular, uh, shall we say, Zoomers, callers, Pats, Wonks, and beyond. Looks like we'll have Perillo and Giardi with us, so you're not going to want to miss that one as well. For Terp, for at Mike Cadlick, at Jumbo Hart, I'm your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens at FitzyGFY. This has been Six Rings and Football Things, sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more a presentation of WEI, Odyssey, and 2400 Sports. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Good day. God bless. And yes, oh, oh,